Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! And welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we are very, very afraid. <laughs> We're very, very afraid. My name is Andrew Baskin, and with me as always is the very, very afraid Mr. Bebop himself. My spooky Aaron Word. My spooky. My spooky. My spooky. My spooky. My spooky sounds like an adorable thing, and Nuno will say to you. Uh, this is the Retrograde <laughs> Podcast for another week of Retrograde. Retrograde. Um, I kind of miss Andrew. The I was wondering what sounded so weird. I didn't have my cans on. Oh, you got to put those cans I put the cans on. I How do you know what people are saying? I was like, why do you sound like I'm talking to you in real life? It yeah. shouldn't be. I don't, don't like, like doing that. Yeah, you don't I like don't like doing, doing any communications in real life. You, Usually when we're sitting across the room yeah. from, from one another, I ask you to text me whatever it is you're about to say. Totally, totally. I always just get the thing where I walk into the room and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And you just put up a one solemn finger and then tap the recorder a couple of times. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm um, not wasting my breath. No if we're free not words. Yeah. No, no, I'm excited. Today we are uh, celebrating. I mean, huh? we're not celebrating. <laughs> what? We are uh, loathing the uh-huh. second week of hashtag retrograde, uh, yes. the, my least favorite month of the year yep. uh, when it comes to recording. Otherwise, I do tend to like October, but we're going to be taking a look at the game. Don't be afraid. The demo is called The First Toy. We know why now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've played the entire uh, demo actually over on our YouTube channel. So if you want to go find the entire playthrough, you can go do that. What was that, like 30, 35 minutes? Yeah, kind something of like the perfect like that. time for a demo. It was totally. kind of good. And a good indication of of what the overall game was and, and whether we liked it or not, you're going to have to wait to find out, Andrew, because we got some uh, some housekeeping to do. Uh, but boy, do we. But yes, uh, I, I echo everything you're saying. This month sucks. I hated it. This one was a lot tougher than last week. This, so. Okay, so yes, last week was Holston. Yes. And uh, I mean, we don't need to relitigate our thoughts on that, but Holston was was a, was a whole bunch of good times. Yeah, it was a video so, game. Yes. Like, it was just like, uh, I'm just going to shoot shit and just yeah. like, you know, oh, zombies. Okay, I don't care. That's great. This was uh, uh, torture. A house of horrors. Yes, torture manipulation. on many levels. I yes. Think. For Literally, the character. Figuratively. <laughs> For a lot of the NPCs in the game as well. Um, um, what if we found out Oh, that like mannequin edition. <laughs> mannequin edition. Yeah, you play as a mannequin. That'd be fine. Okay, actually, okay, I, we should save this for the actual gameplay. But in Left 4 Dead, one of my uh-huh. favorite games of all time, in a multiplayer, you were either the people that are shooting the zombies or you were a special zombie. Yes. And you could watch them and try to attack at different spots and stuff like that. And it was fun playing as the villain, the Michael Myers type character, right. watching people in a distance, which that's a thing too, the Friday the 13th. What if you could be the mannequin and one of you is a real mannequin? That co- oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay, oh, oh my God, Andrew, this is this is now a, a we love your uh, your game is great. We changed everything. We changed everything. Where we we imagine certain franchises as entirely different genres, but this this. I love when we kind of do this spitballing. Mm-hmm. Is like what what would make great games? Do you want to explain a little bit about the game just in case people are lost? But so y- yes, okay, so. No, you, we can we can we'll talk about the okay. game the game right. itself later. But, Fair but this this concept for a horror mm-hmm. game I love. Cause yes, it would be great to be the mannequin and just be able to hide and stuff. But what if you you could take on like the role of someone who has someone trapped in a in a in like a spook house. Okay. And your interface with the game, it's like ace asymmetric multiplayer where like one people one one person is the captive and the other is is the person who kidnapped mm-hmm. them and you as the person who kidnapped them have like all of your your cameras like five nights at freddy style and in like similar to like call of duty when you you successfully do certain tasks you can unlock different versions of scaring them so mm-hmm. you're like mannequin dump and you can like dump mannequins oh all my the way god yeah them, like, uh, re- like release the evil clown yeah right, re- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yes. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights back on. It's uh, like Cabin in the Woods. Yes. yes. Exactly. Okay. That yeah. Would, Cabin in the Woods video game would be fucking amazing. That'd be so good. Where you're like, you're in an office. Like, what do you guys want to do? And you're like, okay, I don't know. They're, I know they're really afraid of the water. Like, deep water lake. All right. Next. That to would the be thing. amazing. And and at the end of the game, the 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 purpose of the person who has been captive is to escape and murder you. That's good. And, I like that. And, and you have to prevent them from doing it while letting, like, leading them on and making them think that they're going in the right way. Like that would that would be, bring this whole other element of like, if they start to get on the thread of how to actually escape the place, you make it seem like they're supposed to be there and yeah. that it's actually a trap. And you, and and they're, then they're like, no, I'm going to call your bluff. I actually think that this door, if I open it, it's going to lead to you. Okay, there's a guy on TikTok, and I've never really been able to find the game, but he tries to hide as a uh, an ordinary object in a map. And the people are trying to find him. 
could, honestly, that could be like Dark Souls or Elden Ring or something I like think that. It's like, I think it's like, honestly, like a PUBG type shooter type oh, thing. Cool, cool. And then he's doing it and you're like, oh, wait, wait. I think it's, oh, he sees me. Yes. It's a barrier. This, but for horror, is exactly what I want. <laughs> That's it's amazing. It's so good. That, that would be fantastic. Uh, uh, and you'll find out why when we actually talk yes, about this yes, game. Yes. But That's um, a tease. Before we talk about the game, Andrew, I have, uh, I, I mentioned some housekeeping and it's some housekeeping that I've been, I've been putting off for a little while. Housekeeping, like I've, I've been, ex- <laughs> I don't want to clean shit. <laughs> Um, no, it's something that I knew was going to come up on this podcast for a long time. And frankly, I was excited to bring it up on this podcast for a long time because December of last year. Okay. Oh, long time ago. I may have, I may have bought something. Boom, boom, In fact, you may say, by golly, it's Papa's Purchases with me, Papa Mike. All right. Papa made a purchase, Andrew. It's Papa's Purchases. You got it in your pocket? I got it in my pocket. I'm, I've been sweating on it while we've been playing. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Oh, it's ruined. <laughs> so in December of 2022, yes. uh, I ordered a Playdate. Oh, Do you remember the Playdate? Yes. You talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, a really cool little thing. It's, you know, the the idea of pocket gaming is going in two directions. One is towards the Steam Deck, where it's basically a computer in your quote unquote pocket. You can't fit the Steam Deck in any pocket unless you you're wearing- You would need a 90s ska band level cargo pants to get one of those Steam Decks in a pocket. Hook it hook it on like with a carabiner on like one of those painters <laughs> things. Remember all jeans had like those weird like painters things on them? Yeah, 100%. Or, like or you could attack uh, two brackets and skateboard your way home on top of it. Yes, it exactly. Is gigantic. Yeah, while well, listening to uh, uh, Cyclone <laughs> on the Tony Hawk soundtrack. This is the play date. Oh, yeah. It is smaller than I expected it to be. I'm oh, holding yeah. it up for the camera here. If you're not familiar with the Playdate, it is the uh, small yellow handheld uh, game. It's a little yeah. square with a crank. It's got wow. a crank. Remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about that great Jason Statham movie, Crank? Crank, yeah. We <laughs> talked about it in detail, even though you and I both knew nothing about it and then described 12 things. And we're like, no, no, well, no. maybe we do know it very well. No, I knew about it. Oh. You initially, you came out of the gate hot saying that it was a, it was it was awful and it wasn't art. And I resented that. I don't think so. I think number two is quite good. Wait a second, Andrew. No, I said crank and you rolled your eyes. And then I think number two is quite good. Number one is mine. Number one's you're always with your, your hearts with number one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. But describe your play date. So the play date is, it's interesting. It, it, uh, so it's, it's an LCD screen. It's very uh, kind of like low res, but mm. there are very, uh, uh, well-accomplished video game developers making games for this game or the, this, this platform almost as like a hobby, a little oh, bit okay. of a hobby. So, uh, Lucas Pope who did papers, please. Yep. And, uh, return of the Oberdin has, is, is currently working on a game for this. Uh, the creator of Katamari Damacy mm. has created a game for this and it's all very unique. It's all very made, you know, it, the only system it's going to work on is the analog or I keep wanting to call it the analog pocket is the play date. It's got the crank. It's got only two buttons in a D pad. So they have to get creative with, with the games that they make. Yeah. But there's this weird subscription model that you get just by owning this where every two weeks, I think you unlock two new games that are just on the system. And they also have a catalog of games you can oh, go wow. to. So I've been, you know, since I got it and it's a year plus past the release, uh, I've got a lot of games to catch up yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But I've been finding some cool ones, just these little kind of bite-sized games that give you, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there of enjoyment. And the benefit of it is that these are mainly games that are supposed to be pick it up, play it for two, three minutes and put it away. The, the, like, like uh, the, the form factor is so, so tiny mm-hmm. that the crank even like folds into itself that you can just put it in your, it's smaller than a phone. So rather than picking up my phone when I'm in public now and just like, you know, getting engrossed in like text messages or yeah. something is so many people are like messaging me and asking me how I'm doing and, yeah. and telling me like, and you don't I, like this. I, I don't know if I should. I don't know if I should say this. What? No, no, I don't. I was just gonna say like what people are messaging me about, and I don't know if it's worth saying. Okay. No, I like I I I think we should move on. Okay, I agree with you. Let's move on. Let's talk more about your play. Okay, date. fine. Like they're just telling me like oh, only because you asked me. I did. They're like your your podcast is so good, and you are the reason. And I'm like, that's okay. so right. rude of you no. to say. Um, I'm, I'll, Andrew can't ever find out that you said this to me, and yet you volunteered the information, and just told me to my face. Mm, no, 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 no. You asked me, and I, I, I I'm a good that. friend, Andrew. I'm a good friend, so wow, of course wow. I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to keep secrets from you. <laughs> so what am I? Your mirror? Uh, what is with the crank? Is that to power the battery? <laughs> I'm serious. 
Yeah, do you remember that one episode of Breaking Bad where they had to power the IV? <laughs> I actually, if it's not for that, what is it for? No, it's it's implemented into the gameplay. So like some, so for example, there's a game Bloom that I'm playing where you plant flowers and you plant them on the roof of your apartment. And in order to move the elevator up, you crank, you, you move the little crank. So the D-pad up wasn't like not going to do it, eh? That's what that's for. <laughs> well, I just, I'm not trying to take a shot at me this thing immediately, but it's like, I really thought it was for the battery. <laughs> it would be cool if it were. Yeah. No, so one of the You'd cooler... have to do it two million times, but yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. One of the, actually no, given this thing, I bet yeah. you could do it. Like you can do it for a, uh, like a, a flashlight. Remember those flashlights? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, 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 there have been some really cool implementations of it where there's a game, the, the one actually made by the developer uh, of, uh, of Katamari Damacy. It's you control a robot who's running through time and you can move time forward and backwards by moving the crank either really fast or really slow. Okay, so you kind of like try cool. to, yeah. And another one I saw was like a version of Doom in this, or like Doom, the first person shooter. And when you get the chain gun out, you start. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a very interesting piece of hardware. A lot of it seems very experimental, but I've been so intrigued by the gimmick of it yeah. that I love just picking it up. If I've got three, four minutes to just try something new, I'm like, Here, here's a new game. I'm sure I'll get the hang of it real quick. Mm -hmm. And then I do, and I'll report back on some some good games. Please that I, do, because like, I'm just so curious. We want more people making cool stuff outside yes. of the Microsofts and Sonys and Nintendos. You know what I mean? And Nintendo's the only one really trying to do different things. Nintendo at the level of like mainstream is the only company doing yes. things like the Playdate. Uh, but in the, you know, the Nintendo Switch didn't take as big a swing as like the Wii or the Wii U or anything like that. No. Um, so, well, so it, you know, but like, I don't know. We, I, I, the Switch has been around for so long, so I guess we don't think that. But like, right. it was kind of a crazy idea at the time. Yes, to, to have your console turn into the handheld was, was yeah. very, very cool. And I love the Switch, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but I am very curious to see whatever Nintendo's next hardware thing is there's no point in speculating right now but if it's not the switch 2 and they do what they did with like the the n64 and the gamecube when they had a ton of market share and they're like we're gonna change it all up yeah like we're we're, yeah. we're, we're trying something different yeah. i'm very curious to see I'm, what that see, idea that's a would good be. that's a good point because it's like you're right there's no point in guessing because they're gonna do something that you just you know, oh i didn't even yeah. know you know yeah. what i mean but uh they clearly value handheld hands-on technology that's what we think voice only voice and feet wow Voice and feet. Voice and feet. Well, that's that's going to be good that's for your the fetish, new yeah. be ASMR and foot. <laughs> um, uh, ASMR is a sexual thing, right? I don't fully understand it yet. I think it. it's the kind of thing where like, if you don't think it is, I think it ends up, the gateway would be non-sexual <laughs> ASMR, you know? Just like, that's like let, really, me, let me hear what a, a comb sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And like, Wouldn't that be so funny though that that's pretty much the end line of every hobby? Yeah. It's just like, wow, I love F1. It's like, it's like it's 10 years later, I'm like, I'm going to fuck that car. I am going <laughs> to fuck that car. <laughs> that car is going to get fucked. Well, this rumble pack is really immersive. <laughs> it's in my ass. It's in my ass. <laughs> it's in my ass as we speak. And here's the thing. I'm not judging people. I just wish they were more open and honest about it. And also tell me before I pick up the player two controller. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I wouldn't touch that one. I like the rice rice running over. We're about to play a nice little game of NHL. And I'm like, where's my controller? And the guy says, hang on a second. Turn around. <laughs> Smells like shit. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Speaking of shit, I played a game that is the opposite of shit. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, I said, and I, I kind Turn of this car around. I kind of alluded to that F one car that you're really wanting. Yeah, to yeah. I alluded I love to the watching fact it leave. <laughs> okay, I'll let you go. Sorry, I'm, no, no, I'm no, done no. interrupting. What else, what else, no, I'm done how else are you going to sexualize cars when we're talking? Um, what do you think is the most sexual car? Like type of car, or mm, I don't know anything. Could be like the Adam West Batman Batmobile for all I care. Um, you know what? I think. The the motorcycle from Akira. Mm, yeah, that's a very sexual car. It's a very sexual car. It's a very sexual car. And you know, car. you call motorcycles crotch rockets. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, it's already, it's already there. I mean, need I say more? Whatever that uh, Tesla SUV, that's the opposite of sex. Oh, the cyber, cyber truck or the whatever? The cyber truck, yeah. yeah. That's the one that's like in high school trying way too hard and you're like, yeah, okay. Although there are some Teslas that are. Do you find sexy? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're so like, like they're thick. <laughs> I'd be more of like a H2, like Hummer 2. It's funny you say that. I was I was thinking, I bet you a lot of people would go for that. I don't think it's like- The, BB, the BBW corollary the, of, of car sexuality. Yeah, yeah, I hope that car sits on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, here's an unpopular opinion. You know the, you know the car design uh, that Homer made in The Simpsons? The Canyon Arrow? Uh, no, but that's a great call. That's uh -huh. a great call. No, he designed one with his brother, who was Danny DeVito, and oh. then he like ruins his career. 
That car should work. That car should. Does, I mean, does it have like a, a window that, like a like a bubble, like you yeah. put your and, head in? You know, how the kids are driving crazy, so they're in a different bubble. Yes, that's a great that's idea. A like, I don't know, whatever. I'm just saying. And I, you know, maybe I'm sex soccer. I don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Open Elon Musk is going to watch that episode of The Simpsons and <laughs> the Cybertruck is going to be scrapped like three months from release. I have a friend who ordered the Cybertruck in no way. Like 2019 and still oh, doesn't wow. have it. Yeah, yeah. How much of a down payment do you have to put on for a car four years ago? Uh, they ask you how much you make and then you base it on that. Is that true? No. Oh my God. I was going to be like, it's a weird socialist car. How much is this? How much you got? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. yeah. If you have to ask that question, you don't have yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, the game that I've been playing that mm -hmm. is not shit. Thank you. That does not smell like all of your controllers. Right. Uh, is uh, a game that I talked about last week saying I would give my opinion on it. A game that I've been talking about all year saying it's my most anticipated game of the year. It's Cocoon. Oh, Cocoon yes, came yes. out September 29th. Available Game Pass day one. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a, a puzzle game primarily mm -hmm. actually almost universally uh with the exception of a few boss fights it's a puzzle but even those are kind of puzzle games it's a puzzle game okay. at its core and it is made by the creator of inside and limbo uh jeppe carlson i think is his name i've never known how to pronounce his, his first name Sounds i'm not fun. going to apologize for getting it wrong no uh and it is that's on jeppe jeppe that's a fun name jeppe jeppe G sounds like one of the dudesons yeah, it does. Yeah. It does sound like one of the pieces. Yeah. What are your other big interests? There is a there's a receiver in in football that's coming out like a, that's a rookie. So he's he's hit the big times, uh -huh. and he was a fifth round draft pick. He shouldn't have been a lot of he shouldn't have been very good. But on week one, I couldn't stop not thinking about him because his name is Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. Isn't that a fun name to that's, say? That's so sing song. Yeah, it's a, and it's like oh another catch by Puka Nakua. I'm like Puka Nakua. It also sounds like all of my necklaces in high school. <laughs> I just tease out my hair and wear a Puka shell necklace. Well, Nakua is. Uh, I'm going to go with Samoan for necklace. Is it? No. Andrew, you almost got it. Puka Nakua. See, you and I both just fell for the dumbest setups. <laughs> me with the, you with the Cybertruck and me with Nakua. Oh, I so believe that for half a second because I don't know that company operates in its own system. And yes. I'd be like, you're like, you're like, actually, yeah, you just, it's because in their countries that base your parking tickets based on your income, yearly income. It's actually a great idea. It's like a percentage. I'm actually like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, because also, does the government really know how much all of us make? Yes. No. No. Based on my friends are like, oh, taxes. I really got to file that from 2017. You're like, what the heck? Well, well, okay. The, the annoying thing about taxes is you file them and they're like, that's not correct. And I'm like, if you knew, <laughs> why are you asking me to do this? What are you what talking you think about? You yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is it this? No. No. no but no, you no. know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling you. Oh, okay. Good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah, but I'll and I have to pay for the software to file these taxes. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is great. This oh, is great. Fantastic stuff. Um, I just don't think we should pay taxes. <laughs> yeah. Do you know taxes are actually illegal? Uh, there's that person. <laughs> uh, uh, I am a sovereign citizen. Uh, love those videos. They're the, just the best. The best. One of the very few times where I immediately side with the cops. <laughs> Oh, when people are really like, going pull on. your gun out, pull your gun out, <laughs> pull your gun out right now, pull your gun out, sovereign, sovereign citizen, pull it out. Uh, okay. Cocoon cocoon. Um, just like cocoon, uh -huh. we've been getting like deep into conversations within conversations within conversations. Yes. And that is kind of the premise of the game. Cocoon. Oh, okay. It functions as where, where the, there's one, one movement apart from movement itself. There's one action button in the game. And this button essentially just picks up and drops orbs. Mm. There are, uh, uh, I think, a total of eventually four orbs in the game. And each of these orbs can be as simple as like a weight, almost like a like a crate in another puzzle ge video game where you put it on something to hold a switch down while you do something else. Sure. So as simple as something like that to as complicated as being an entire galaxy into which you can enter to explore a new world. Wow. Now, that sounds crazy. Yeah. And it is. This game like, you is sound crazy. nearly impossible to describe. And I don't know why all the games that I end up loving end up being so difficult to describe. Curse of the uh, Oberdin was yeah. one. Uh, uh, Case of the Golden Idol is another. And Cocoon, the whole time I'm playing it, I'm like, how the fuck do you describe something like this? So these orbs that you have, you can put them in, into these certain holders that allow you to enter into an entirely new galaxy represented by these orbs. So there's a, a white one, an orange one, a purple one, and a green one. And each of these orbs, apart from being galaxies you can enter into, also can serve different puzzle challenges. So the green one, when you enter it, it's like this, this swampy water world. But in other worlds, it also allows you to activate these uh, uh, ethereal lifts when you enter them. They can like shoot you up or like use uh, uh, use them as basically like platforms that you can get, get, get up and down. The orange ones, it's kind of like a desert galaxy when you go into it. 
but it also functions as this way to uh, reveal hidden pathways in other universes. Now, you get as complicated as being able to carry these spherical galaxies into other spherical galaxies so that you can be carrying on your back essentially one galaxy that has four galaxies in it, each of which are their own different keys and each of which function at different levels to be able to accomplish different puzzle tasks. Now, I understand that what I've just said doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no way to contextualize this if you haven't played it. So all I'm going to say is this game absolutely lived up to the hype. I think it's in the runnings for my game of the year so far. It's five hours to beat. I've beaten it already. Wow. And the entire time I was just like grinning to myself like an idiot being like, I can't believe like, thank God there's someone out there smart enough to design a game like this so that I can play it and just feel like. The world is a better place. Like, yeah. like, I think the world's a better place. The world's a better place. Wow. The world's a better place. Because of Cocoon, the game. No, because I'm a sovereign citizen. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is, it, you know, it kind of reminds me of the feeling that you had when you first played Portal, mm-hmm. where you're like, holy shit, yeah. I can't believe someone came up with this idea. The difference is Portal is a very easy concept to explain, even though it's, yes. it's impressive oh, mechanically. I agree. It's one of those games that on the surface, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. And then you get two steps in, you're like, oh, wow. Yes. Uh, shit. You have to start thinking on various levels and momentum and all this stuff. But Can I, can I tell you one yeah. of the things that, that does that to me in real life? Sure. I'm not a stupid person, okay? Well, Andrew, not a stupid I wouldn't person. say that. I'm not going to say I'm a smart person. I'm not going to say I'm a no, smart no, no, person. No one would. If you would. Not the people who are texting if me. You would. <laughs> if you would. If you would. Um, no Re- one who has ever texted me about the podcast has ever said that about you, rest assured. You open your phone. How many people texting you? Open, um, that's your play date. Hmm? No, that's your play date. What? That's your play date. Stop cranking. Um, there's See, like... this is the other one too. It's just like, you pull it out and you're just like, oh no. <laughs> just got to crank. Just imagine sitting on the bus just cranking this. Yeah. Just like, what are you doing? I'm cranking it in public. It does give the impression of a controller that's not hooked up that you give to a little brother. Yes. Like there is something about that where you're like, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. And he's like, I'm winning. And you're like, <laughs> or, All like right. or like one of those, uh, the toys that were like a vacuum where you'd push it and yes. it would like the, the bubble, bubble up even though yeah. it doesn't actually do anything. I wish I had one of those now. Those uh, are bright. Yeah, 100%. I would do that. I would never vacuum my force. That's what I was going to say. It's like vacuum simulator. I'm like, I'll do that all day. Yeah. Actual vacuum. Get the hell out of I here. I will pay my taxes in The Sims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my Sim is so financially stable. It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say roundabouts mm. makes total sense. But then I start thinking about just half a second. I'm like, oh, wait, how does it know that I'm going in this lane? And if I gave it some thought, like 10 minutes thought, I could probably figure it out if I drew it or something like that. Yeah. But even when I'm like, okay, so if I'm taking the far left, how can I take the inside lane to go out? Yes. I, I just took I one know. last weekend and I was so nervous the whole time. I was in the car with people who I didn't really know. And I'm like, if I fuck this up, they're going to judge me for it. My, my player one's hometown is riddled with them. And so we take riddled, with, riddled them. with them. They just keep popping up like, like <laughs> crop circles. We have no idea how it keeps happening. There used to be a traffic light here yesterday. Um, they're great. I love them. It keeps cars in motion, which is perfect. Yeah. But yeah, when I'm going like, oh, wait, I'm taking the far. Oh, oh, they, oh, they thought of that. And then you're stuck. And then you're, st- well, I see, I'm, I'm always stuck in it. Oh, I'm you're always way on the left side. And then I'm like, just like, look, you're like at the, merge. what's the, what's the famous one with the Arc de Triomphe, which is like nine oh, lanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they say like a, an accident happens every two minutes. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. Because there's no way to announce. It's not on a, on a roundabout. It's like you take this lane to escape. Yes. You take this lane to go right. Yeah. You know, th- that one's just like, you're here forever, man. You live here now. That sounds very anxious. But have you ever, have you ever met these people? Like, you know, roundabouts are actually way more efficient than stoplights. You yeah. know, roundabouts are actually a much better use of our, I hate those people. Didn't I just kind of say that? No, you said you can't figure them out. Oh no, but I'm saying like, they are though. Oh, Andrew. You need to keep cars in motion. Cars being stopped is a stupid thing. Why? What? Yeah, why? Why is that bad? Well, because then both sides are all hang four. On, dr- hang yep. on, hang on. You need to keep cars in motion. Yeah, it keeps cars in motion. What happens every time a streetcar stops, Mister? I love the streetcars. Yeah, that would, streetcars take two hundred people. Cars are single people. I, yeah, I, we're not getting into single this thing. people with more money than the people on the streetcars. Well, Andrew, that, that, it should be a percentage. It should, be, it should be back to the Elon Musk thing of how much is your car? Yeah. Oh, you make two hundred thousand dollars. Interesting. It's twenty thousand now. <laughs> you can pass the streetcar when it stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Less cars. Uh, <laughs> less cars on the road. Yeah, I agree. But I get to keep mine. But you get to keep yours. That's yes. an important part. Everyone's like, yeah, I wish. Nothing makes me laugh more than people are like, this traffic is awful. I'm like, you are traffic. You are in the traffic. Right, but I'm good traffic. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm not cutting in front Please of anyone. Fucking assholes. I've actually got important places to be. 
the Walmart's not going to be shopped in without me. Exactly. You know? I'm supporting the local economy. <laughs> the, the local economy. Walmart. The local Walmart. Uh, yeah. This is now Mike and I just yelling about things. But I, it must feel good for you that yeah. you had your most anticipated game come out. Yeah. You loved it. I fucking loved it. See, and that's like a good feeling because there's so often, you know, I will say between delays, uh, broken games, and then, you know, games just not being good that yeah. we look forward to these things. And then you're like, oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. And it's 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 in and around all, all this time where you get so many AAA releases. There are a ton of AAA releases that I've just been ignoring yeah. uh, in order to play games like Sea of Stars, which I don't think I've talked about much on this podcast. Mm. Maybe I'll save that for next week. And Cocoon. Love them. And I hear people talking about Baldur's Gate and I hear people talking about Starfield and I hear people talking about all the great releases that we've had this year. And I'm just sitting here like having a fucking great time yeah. with these smaller, more concise things. And I've just come to realize that like I think that is my my gaming style. All the all the credit in the world. Like when I say it's in the running, uh, Cocoon is for my top game of the year, my game wow. of the year. Um, I don't know that I would rate it the best game of the year, but if it's my personal top, it it may be up there. Right. It's not as impressive as Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom sure. is a a much more impressive game, and in that way, I would probably give the nod to something more like that or okay. a Baldur's Gate yeah. that allows yeah. you to explore the scope and the yeah yeah, yeah yeah. But this is just for for what we talk about all the time on the podcast, a game that is you judge it for what it's trying to be mm -hmm. in that way. It is perfect. Yeah. It, it doesn't miss a step. It does things like, you know, how often I'll complain about games that are disrespectful, disrespectful of the player's time. Mm -hmm. Where and the it, Queens English, like hmm? and the Queens English and the Sorry. Queens English. <laughs> Don't be disrespectful of the Queens English. No, rest in peace. Yeah. The Kings English now. Is this one of these things I think that changes? Change, yeah. Cause now it's God save the King, right? It is God save the King. Yeah. Or oh. did the queen invent English? Okay, it's a very stupid question. Uh -huh. Few have said I'm smart, right? So would, <laughs> would, there was a king first, right? Was the was the royal I throne? Would, I think so. Must I just can't imagine where like yes. I have to think in 800. They're yes. like, yeah, we're going to a guy. Yeah, 100. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, just checking. 90 percent sure, and that would have been your choice as well. I think. Oh, well, absolutely. <laughs> that <laughs> royalty and pilots. Yes, pilots. Yeah, only men only for men. me. Thank only you very men. much. Yeah, game designers, game journalists. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't know about this. Well, this feels like a sexual gate. partners. <laughs> it's like, what? It feels like a gate again here. I don't know. Uh oh, yeah. Gamergate, bring it back. Yeah, Watergate, Watergate, Gamergate, uh, retrograde. All good things in, in in American history. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, the oh, so what I was saying, respectful about uh, mm -hmm. the time of the user. This this game has a way of when you've completely finished an area. Okay. It removes organically your ability to go back to that area, and sometimes you walk past something like, oh, I wasn't really done exploring. Like, what if I miss something there? I want to go back, but the puzzles are so complicated yeah. and nuanced in this game that if they open it up too much, you would just be overwhelmed. Mm. So they give you an area where they're like, there there are no red herrings. Like everything you see is going to be used towards the puzzle. Oh, that's and, good. And anywhere you can go is removed from the equation. So it sections it off so you know exactly what you're working with, exactly what you need to right. use. And there are very few MacGuffins, very few like like issues that are going to send you off spiraling in the wrong direction. And, but And with that being said, the puzzles are still... Hard some of the most complicated puzzles I've ever wow. done. Wow. Uh, uh, can, can you give an example of what a puzzle would be? It's not like sliding boxes. Like yeah. what is it? You know. Okay, so here's so here's one. So there's a a um, what, there are certain holders for these spheres where you can enter into the sphere. So you put the green sphere on the holder, and then you enter into it. Now you're in the green world. Uh, like I said, you can take other spheres into this area uh, with you and then come out of that sphere and then like leave the sphere in it so you can kind of like cocoon them, like, like mm. pile the galaxies oh, okay. in one another. Yeah. There are certain gateways where uh, you can't, if you have these like these things following you kind of like sentries that can unlock certain doors, but you have enemy things that will kill the sentries if you walk past it, although you, the player character, can. Yeah. So there's one way, for example, to get a sentry past one of the guards where you take a sphere, you uh, you you put the sphere on the other side of the sentry and you plop it into one of those like the, the places where you can enter into the world. Yep. Then you come back with the sentry on the other side and then teleport from one uh, one world into another with the sentry so you bypass the gate wow. essentially so wow. it's it's a little complicated there's one where 
uh, in, in a similar way, I'll, I'll use the sentries as an example because I don't want to ruin too many things. Sure. But you can't get past one of the one of the guards no matter what you do. Uh, so what you have to do is go into one of the worlds where there's another guard. You kill the sentry in that world, put that world on the back of another world, carry the cocooned world across the sentry, open it on the other side, go back into the two worlds, two wow. instances deep to bring out the sentry from like the, the dead area. And then, and then you're back on the other side in order to unlock the key on the other, uh, on the other side of the sentry there. Oh it's my fucking God. like when the, every time you solve a puzzle, you're like, Oh, good one. Like you got me. Like yeah. I couldn't, I can't, I, it, it, confuses me how someone could have either even conceived of some of the uh the, the puzzle solutions in this one yeah. it's it's wildly impressive and it's on game pass so if you have oh, it nice i i really recommend playing it i know andrew you talked about uh, when we talked about inscription yes uh, and you were saying you might give that a shot yeah. inscription is like a 15 hour game mm -hmm. this this game you can finish in a weekend i did i finished it in a weekend wow. uh cocoon and i really i'd love to get your opinion on it as someone who has dabbled in some of these like walking sim puzzle games i think you'd really like it and yeah. i would love to be able to have a conversation with you and, and 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 be so if you're looking for a game to play please talk to me about it <laughs> be one of the people that text mikey all yeah. the time yeah big text for you as well i think you should enter i i i it, you're making it sound really fun so yeah. like yes absolutely uh okay well it is retrograde it is retrograde. i think we waited long enough i think we've calmed down a little bit we've cooled off our nerves are a little bit chill i'm still a little sweaty yeah, I can. I can. I am too. Actually. We we played Don't Be Afraid. Uh, the last or sorry, the first toy, the demo. We played it before recording this, and I legit was profusely sweating from my armpits when we were doing it. If you know anything, you know the retrograde. We play scary games, and this was, I will say, Halston was great, but this was the first legitimately scary, yes. canonically scary game that we did, and uh, we're gonna ruin the demo. Yes. So, you know, do that what you will. I don't believe the demo. It's it's its own contained story based sure. on what we saw. So I don't think we're ruining too too much. And if you wanted to go back and play, uh, don't be afraid. I think you can still do that and listen to us. Talk yeah, about go. This. Yeah, this is they they title it a prologue to the actual main story. Yes. So you literally play as a different character in the main story <laughs> for obvious reasons um, <laughs> at the at the end of the demo. But go out and play it on Steam if you want, or go onto YouTube and watch it. It's like we said, like thirty minutes, thirty five minutes. We get the shit scared out of us. Like yeah, watch us play it right off the gate. Holy. Uh, uh, so it was developed by Broken Arrow Games and published by Hydra Games SA. Uh, it's Broken Arrow's only game, and Hydra is only credited with one other called the last show of mr chardish um it i wonder why that didn't take off i don't know hmm. but it looked pretty cool it almost looked like the uh imaginarium of dr parnassus or whatever mm -hmm. you know yeah, that nice. last yes. ledger movie or whatever yeah that uh was, was that the last oh yeah 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 i think so because it was uh uh heath ledger's character ended up being played by like four other actors yes. or yeah yeah um it has that kind of aesthetic to it um, I couldn't find out much about uh, either Broken Arrow or Hydra Games, but I think they may have been purchased by another publisher called Untold Tales. Oh, okay. Uh, because they seem to be credited with with this game as well. Uh, it was released in July 2020. The demo was. The full game launched in December of 2020, even though the demo said October. Uh, apparently, there were things going on in 2020 that may have prevented video games from coming out on time. I don't know I'll what never those know. could be. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a, the, uh, this game eventually made its way to the PS4, Xbox One, and Switch in 2022. Wow. So good for it. The story, you're a child and you've been kidnapped and trapped in a basement. Yep. Don't love it. They do really go out of their way to hammer home the fact that you are a child. They this. do it all the time. Perspective yeah. wise, that's a big one. Yeah. You are much lower to the ground. You see large, you know, adults. Yes style human beings Adult whatever style forms human, beings. human yes. beings and so you can see the, the the size difference and on top of that text reminding you all the time like you are a child there's literally at the very beginning of the demo a a reminder that you're a child and you'll see things like a child sees them and then there was another one halfway through where you're like you're weak you're a child right and you're like uh, okay so we didn't end up in any combat encounters no. or anything like that but i think towards the very end I heard a gate open and they said that there was someone coming after us. So it's possible that there would have been something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe there was a couple chase elements to it. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't, we weren't given any instructions on how to combat anything. So and it, may, it may be like, I think it's Outlast where there is no combat right. or Amnesia or one of those games where, where you can't actually combat. I'm not an expert on horror games, Andrew. Don't, don't ask me. And yet we've and, played so many. I have played 
for all the genres that I don't love, mm-hmm. I think I've played more horror games in a, in the genre of horror that I that I don't love. Yeah, mostly because of this podcast. Like, yeah. you know, you and I always talk about like, we're not racing boys, we're like fighting boys. Right. We, we don't have a fighting month. We don't have a racing month. And if that was true, I'd be like, oh, I've played a lot of racing games. Yes. You know what I mean? It well, doesn't hurt me to play racing games. Though. No. Well, hurts your driver probably. That's but, true. Uh, but is that like in this, we're like, we don't like scary games yet. We keep we doing it. So many scary games because people love how much we hate them. Um, uh, this is a yes. description from the Steam store. Okay. Uh, so I guess this would be uh, written by Hydra or Broken Arrow. Uh, Don't be afraid is an adventure horror game that allows you to personate a boy. Weird. What? Uh, kidnapped by a psychopath. Capital P. You have to survive, escape, and find out how you were kidnapped. Exploring the gigantic, mysterious house of your torturer, you will soon reveal many secrets hidden inside its walls. Um, the idea of a gigantic house. So you're, I didn't get that sense from where we were. Well, we also didn't see that much outside of it. No, I thought we were in like a tunnel system. Yes. We were probably in the basement. I guess so. And I guess maybe when you come out, then all of a sudden you're in like a Victorian era house, a kitchen, candelabra. Yeah. Yeah. Modern. Yeah. Modern. Yeah. Modern. Like super sleeker, like in the house in parasite. You're like, what the hell? That's, that would be scary. Cause then you're like, not only is this person kidnapping me, but they've got money to Uh, hide it up. That, that would, what would you rather see? Would you rather see like an old Victorian house or super modern? Old Victorian house. The security system and stuff on the new house would be great. You know, like, yeah, they've got like doors that slide down, like shut and stuff like that. It's kind of like a girl with a dragon tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, where it's like very sleek house and then in the basement is the torture chamber. That's it. That's, that's kind of what this would feel like. Yeah. And that would be a, a terrifying, <laughs> terrifying reveal. Um, the Also, if I came out and it were a Victorian style house, I would just start kicking walls. Like, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure. There's if you so give me a couple that house, Yeah. Really poison them from the inside. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, uh, I could just barrel my way through it. I would Kool-Aid man my way through the walls. It would there be is a Andrew-shaped <laughs> wall. Where'd he go? I think this way. It's through four walls. The same. You can see light through in them. Um, uh, so uh, before we get into our review and our impressions of the game, I got some Steam reviews. Okay. Okay. So to give us, I'm so curious this, what this they is, think. This is a game that is is uh, very well received on Steam. So, uh, uh, and just to be clear, the the demo or the actual game, both of them. Okay. In fact, I, I I read a few reviews that basically said that the demo was the best version of the game, it encapsulated everything, and I can kind of see that because see that after you beat the demo, they show a video that's kind of like teasing the rest of the game, and it looks much more unhinged and not in a good way, much less grounded. Why don't we get to that at the end? Sure. Because I, I have some thoughts on that. Because, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll do the review and then we'll kind of do a quick walkthrough sure. of our memories of the yeah. demo. So uh, Kiritas on Steam gave it a thumbs up and said, this is why adults don't keep any toys other than the ones for pleasure. Um, also, I guess what this was fuck? a toy for pleasure when you think about it. It's like a sex toy joke? I think it is. But also, uh, you don't keep any toys in your house? You have, like action figures and stuff. I had to get rid of a lot of mine. Did you really? Yeah, when I combined households with with my my player one, I realized how much junk I had. <laughs> I I keep finding ways to store more junk. I, I the joy that I get of buying something very specific and unique, and I'm yeah. like, yay! Right, I'm gonna put you up here. What one day? <laughs> one day, I, I I feel like my my player one is gonna like open a cupboard or something, and just <laughs> Funko Pops are gonna tumble out. She's like, I thought we got rid of these. I'm how did sorry. she die? Oh, a tidal wave of Funko Pops. Funko she opened Pops. that closet she wasn't supposed to open. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so that's a good review by Kiritas again. Uh, Folian Stift. I don't know if you make your name like that. Don't expect me to pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, thumbs up. Uh, male mannequins have juicy butts. Really enjoyable game. No. Male mannequins have do not tiny ones. have tiny little Hank Hillbots. But they're some, super into propane. Some of the some of the uh, uh, mannequins did. They were real kicked some, up. Some of them were all kicked up on a Tuesday night. And it turns out there were real bodies in the mannequins. Yeah, that part wasn't really explained. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess we let's, just... Let's get started. Let's just talk about yeah, it. Yeah. There's a letter you pick up. Well, no, okay, wait. Do you want me to just explain this yeah. part, I guess? There's a letter you pick up, and <laughs> this was the part that really made me laugh, but... The, the idea in video games that somebody's leaving you a letter and you read it and you're like, huh, whatever, you just put it down is a very funny idea in the yes. first part to me for someone else to read it and go, oh, very interesting. I'm learning <laughs> something about that. This was written by somebody else that lives with him. We're assuming a family member from right. the kidnapper and crazy person. Right. Uh, Jonathan, I think. Or I something? think there was Franklin and oh, Franklin. That's one other. Yes. And Bash. And, uh, and the person's like, hey, I know you're doing these experiments, but when you chop up these bodies and put them into mannequins, those mannequins seem to walk around at night. Yes. And it's freaking me out. I don't like it. Uh, well, no, no, that was that was about the torture victims. He started experimenting on the torture victims and he's like, can you at least keep them on a shorter leash? They're scaring the shit out of me. I thought it was that the mannequins keep moving around and he's like, and they're like, hey, can we, 
recap this thing? Like, can we stop this? Which is just such a funny idea to me that there's a crazy family that knows that one of their family members is killing or participating in it. Yes. And still is like, hey, this is too much for me. That's it. Yeah. The, the you've out crazy the crazy yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Like, that's great. The the so this is where we have to let's let's start at the beginning yes, because the beginning. it seems like this is going to be a very straightforward house of horrors as coordinated by uh, a kidnapper. Yes. But there's very clearly like a an otherworldly element to this game There's as well. Mysticism or uh, right. something, yeah. Which in my, I don't love horror, but if I'm going to love it, I want you to pick a lane. I don't want it to be both. You know what I mean? I, I totally know what you mean. I would say the things that affect me more are real things. Yes, 100%. The second you go like, well, there's an orb. I'm like, oh, good. I'm not yeah. going to be as scared yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic. Or a killer clown. It's like, seen it, done it, yeah. don't care. Have you ever seen the videos of like the people who dress up as clowns on like the highway and they like try to scare people and like walk towards or like they hide in forests and like walk out on kids and stuff There's like that? videos of this? It's it's become a like, thing. From their perspective? From the clown's perspective? Yeah, like going like, we're just trying to have a good time. No. Oh, okay. I thought it was like advocating for them. No, it's people who have like, they're, they'll be walking in a park at night and then someone dressed up as a clown, like dragging a chain will like come up to them or something like that. Oh, no, I was like seen chasing these. after cars. And apparently it's just this like, it's this thing that people will commit crimes dressed as clowns and like try to scare the shit out of people and just try to intimidate them and stuff. And every so often you see a video where the person like lashes out at them and then the people in the clown outfits are like, it's just a prank, man. It's just a prank. I, it's I just a ones. prank. Once you say that in any capacity, clown or not, I hope you get the, I hope head you, taken off. Yeah, I hope that person's allowed to get so many licks in on yes, you. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I, I I love watching those videos. Those, those are my favorite. You feel like a real revenge video guy. I love revenge videos. Oh, see, that's I, not, love I don't think that's healthy. So much. I, Andrew, nothing on YouTube is healthy. Well, if you're watching <laughs> this on YouTube, <laughs> ASMR is very healthy. I love the sound of a comb. <laughs> <laughs> is this doing it for you? Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. I'm going to rub the Can mic. Can you feel like the tingles in the back of your neck? Oh, wait, watch this. I actually want to do this okay, as an experiment. Yeah, I'm going to turn my microphone up and okay. I'm going to start rubbing the mic and see if people like it or not. Okay. Well, we're going to do this in live time. Find out if people like it or not. So can you hear that? The motion you're doing while doing that is really... Happy retrograde! <laughs> Don't do that to Andrew. That's very funny. Andrew, I just had to turn my microphone down. Yeah. If they if they get to watch us getting the shit scared out of us, mm -hmm. I get to scare them one time. Yeah, once an episode now from here on out, we're gonna scare the shit that's out of you. That's a great idea. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. idea. That's the that's the the devil's gambit you have by listening to these the podcasts. Devil's gambit. I'm mm -hmm. more of a king's gambit myself. I'm more it, of a Cajun changed. gambit. A Cajun gambit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Cajun he's, you know, he's dating he's dating rogue. Oh. You know, like he, yeah. That's gambit true. the superhero. That's true. Where's a duster? It's my favorite. My favorite of the X Men. Yeah, yeah. He was so cool. He was the coolest. Oh, man. Um, um, okay, so wait. So, so, so the 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 uh, uh, they do end up mixing kind of the spectral with the 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 metaphysical yes. with the physical. So you wake up. Yes. And this is the part that I'm more confused about now playing till the end. Okay. Because I will say it's a pretty gritty game. It's like I will say semi realistic in the mm -hmm. way that like oh you need a key to open an actual door. Sure. I get a screwdriver so it's I can do realistic. this. Yeah. But like things like that where it's actually tangible. Right. You wake up in a box yes. for a toy. You are the toy inside the toy. A, tel like a, a clear box with a guitar behind you. And it's like the fancy- You're like Jamie the Guitar Boy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Someone made that box? So here's the, so it's clear that when you wake up in the box, you kind of come to, and there's someone staring at you from outside the box. Who's like, what a great toy. Like, oh, you've really outdone yourself, Theodore, or whatever his name mm -hmm. is. So clearly there is someone who is kidnapping kids okay and putting them in in these like you, because he's giving them to this franklin character right as toys okay. so you are the first toy you are the first of his playthings, and they're taking it to another level by saying you are literally a toy we're putting you in a box like a toy right. he's going to open you up and play with you or something like yeah, that yeah, okay. creepy as fuck creepy creepy right when you so you find your way out of the box and it's just a cardboard box easy to do yeah there were little plastic like uh twist ties twist ties yeah, yeah. Um, uh, there are cameras, so you know that you're probably expected to get out. As soon as you open the door, there's a fucking bat, like a, like a, like a, a, a mutant bat that flies by the door. And I'm like, wait a second. Am I afraid of this person who has kidnapped me or bats? Which, which it's one like is you it? expect your kidnapper to be running by like, watch out, there's bats. <laughs> like he's now on your side going like, ah, let's get the bats. Everyone's like teaming up to get the mannequins. Uh, so everybody's like going after this bat. Yeah, I, I, I don't really get that. That felt like the most naked uh, 
I'm just, I got to keep you on your toes. So I'm going to scare you right through the, I, I didn't, I didn't love it. Um, and then more questions come out. So as you make your way out of the room, you get a little key, you get a little key and then you go somewhere and it's like, Oh, yeah. you can't come here yet because you have to go back and get a candle and you go back and get the candle. And every time you do something that's going to progress the story or the, or the stage forward, the mannequins move behind you. So There's, all through these hallways, yeah. there are. 40 mannequins. Like there's a ton of mannequins in this level, right? Their mannequin budget was through the roof. Yeah, huge amount. I I guess they're loving all the Sears going out of business. Yes, like, exactly. how many mannequins are you got? Like, you don't want to buy anything else? Like, no, just mannequins. It's like, okay. Um, <laughs> I'd love the thickest and thinnest ones, please. Um, and so every time you move or come back into a room, they have done something different. They yes. either put themselves in a, a different position or they're gesturing differently. Right. Sometimes it's subtle. Like the first time you walk by them, they're all covered in like sheets. And then you walk by them again and they're just kind of like facing you without sheets. And yes. you're like, okay, great choreography. Whoever, Theodore and Franklin, you're doing a bang up job. Amazing. This is the scariest thing, you, you know, scene changes and like, like, the stage manager of Hamilton would be impressed with what you're doing wow. right now. It's wow. very impressive. Wow. Prestigious musical, yeah. Very prestigious musical. I, the scene changes in particular are very whole, impressive. Whole, the whole stage rotates. Like, it rotates the whole time. You gotta time. be out of your mind. You, you That's do, the most creative thing I've ever thought of in my life. You are more out of your mind <laughs> mm -hmm. stage managing Hamilton okay. than kidnapping little kids and giving them to a relative. Okay, I don't want to get too much into this, because, but I know there's like a big... Okay, child trafficking is a real thing, kidnapping mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But isn't there like also like a very online uh, like conspiracy thing about child trafficking and stuff like that? Like that Sound of Freedom movie came out, which is about child trafficking, but it seems to be like a big thing of like, uh, the second we don't like people, like probably trafficking children. So I don't know if this is, I don't want to say these two things are connected, but I feel like this is a very... Uh, hot topic <laughs> i don't know i don't what know is your thesis right now i don't know where you're going i'm just this. saying i just hope these two things aren't connected where it's like uh it's a very real thing that if people have perverted into a thing that they have now made their like real bailiwick uh -huh. and now this video game company is like you know what uh you guys seem to care a lot about this uh, oh i see you know what i mean you know what i think we've always cared a lot about kids being kidnapped i hope I so. actually think that if anything it was almost distasteful the way the game did it because they very blatant from the very beginning the guy comes in he's like the, he makes a point to say, how old are you? 11 or 12? Yeah, like, oh, you're so pure. Delicious. You're so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm I, like, that. Well, I don't think we need it. It's, okay. it's gross enough that we've been kidnapped. I also think it is tremendously weird the, the, to be a child in this thing, to make you be a child experiencing this. I think 100%. it's really rough. I, I think that there's an idea there, which is kind of interesting, but like we were talking about recently, like Rockstar doesn't yeah. put kids in their games. No. And they don't put like dogs in their games. Or maybe, no, they do put dogs in their they games. They put dogs in Red Dead. Yeah, they used to not in GTA, but they didn't put kids in, in the games for sure. Um, are there kids in Red Dead? There are kids, but I think they're all characters. I don't think okay. there are like NPCs, NPCs. that are just running around. Which is a very obvious choice. Tell me if I'm wrong though. I know it's unrealistic, yeah. but it's very uncomfortable to have kids in games and being one and all the implications that that adds. Yes. From a gameplay perspective, cool. I'm at hip height. I, I'm... I, it you, when 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 they make a point to tell you you're a kid and you see things like a kid does, one of the ways that that manifests is if you go to a place that's too dark, your character says it's too dark, I'm scared, and you need to come back with light. <laughs> but a mannequin is like is like <laughs> I'm gonna kill you, and you're like okay, <laughs> that's fine. I'm gonna wander <laughs> off in this direction with the bats. Right. So another big part of this is the the these candles that you have to yeah. get. Yeah, uh, because the child is scared of darkness. Yes. Uh, not not uh, mannequins that are alive. Right. Um, well, mannequins that are alive are pretty dark. Right. Yes, I agree with you. They're mostly covered in blood, too. So uh, <laughs> is that this creates a little bit of a repetition thing where yeah. you can go to areas, you'll get blown, the candle get blown out by a mannequin yes. that has, thank God, a little tag on it with a little whirl that shows, that that shows you that there's a fan. That when you walk by, it goes, which yeah. is a scary sound. Very scary because yeah. it means like there's somebody making a choice. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and so it creates repetition in the way you got to go back and get another candle, got to yeah. go back and then, and then the mannequins have moved and they've done right. something different. So right. it's kind of like a little puzzle in a, in a soft way. And then it's just more of a, it's more of a, a trial and error thing. There are keys, there are, yep. you know, things, little things you can pick up. I would say in the demo, very few things you can pick up. Yeah. A key, a couple keys, a screwdriver, a bag, a bag and a bunny. And the we, bunny. Didn't, we didn't find a use for the bunny. No. No. Hmm. I wonder maybe, if there was something you could do. Maybe if somebody was chasing us, we could throw the bunny at it or something. Possibly something. Yeah, like that. okay. So you make your way through the the first part is very clearly like uh it's almost Resident Evil and it's in its puzzle. It's like you need a big rusty key to open this door. Yes. So you gotta go back and get it. And when you go back and get it, the landscape of the mannequins have changed. And you come and you find your way to this one place where it's like you need to take the 
fish head of one yellow mannequin and put it in the hands of this red mannequin and then that will change things because of a picture graph that was on the on a wall but also one of my favorite experiences on this one is you go get the fish you pry it out with your screwdriver and it's and this this one's in yellow every other one's in kind of a grayish white you get the fish, you put it into the bloody mannequin's hands, uh-huh. and then it opens up and it changes so that you can get into a door. When you come back with another candle, because it's already blown out, one mannequin is strangling yes. the other mannequin that has accepted the fish to allow you to go yeah. forward. Yeah. So they're having their own issues that there's, are happening. There's right a now. whole hierarchy. So fighting. There are uh there are left wing mannequins, there are right wing mannequins. Yes. The left wing mannequins are actually trying to change the word mannequin. Yeah. They want it to be vehicles. And I understand, and I will call them whatever they they want to be. But yeah. that is that is one of the primary issues right among mannequins these well, days i just think you know you're sorry vehicles vehicles if you look at them it, they're so, so much more unites them than divides them but yes they don't see that they don't see it they're so united on chil- killing children that they can't even see the things that like you know find the thing that you love me us a little child that's little, that's running around right don't be strangling each other you got a kid running right here and here's the irony mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have one mannequin hands outstretched yeah. in a in a vicious gesture of strangulation when underneath those two hands the child walks unopposed yeah right just just move those hands a little bit lower strangle the child yeah strangle a child and if you want to extend- if you know one thing that you could take from this podcast today, right strangle, strangle a child, child. If you're gonna if you're gonna extend your hands mm-hmm. in any gesture towards a mannequin, should be in a should hug. be a hug. Absolutely, it should be an accepting embrace of saying, "I forgive you for making a mistake and accepting the golden fish from the child." Yes, I think that's pretty. Cl- I think that's like super obvious, though, I right? Mean, who among us? Ha- I, like, I don't. I don't. I don't want to make this a political podcast, but in this yeah, climate, no. it's hard to avoid it sometimes. It's, yes, but who this, among us hasn't accepted a golden fish by a trapped child before? I, I, I wish I had a nickel, especially in this economy. Thank oh, you. Thanks, oh, Biden. My God. oh, don't want to make it political. No, 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 no. We don't want to make it political. Maybe this golden fish will have some value on the open market. I don't know. <sighs> what kind of gold is it? I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> yeah, uh, so you accept the golden fish. They're strangling each other. I like that because there's like some insinuation about storytelling that you kind of walk by and you're like, oh, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, I, that's interesting. And then a giant hand grabs a baby and you're like, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot about this. Oh, shit. See, that's the thing is every time this game wants to get interesting with its realism Mm -hmm. something out of this world happens and i i don't love it now there might be an argument that one of the reasons why they're hammering home the you see this as a kid thing is you're imagining having seen monsters okay right that's a that's a very good could be something like that i i agree with you and and the other one too is like it felt like every once in a while it's going like um i need something here like so you go out no mannequins anymore right now there's a doll that's eyes follow you. Yes. And you walk by and you're like, well, that was weird. And you walk by and you do it again. And you're like, okay. And you're like, what was the point of that? Yeah. Why did I do that? Like, yes. like, why? Like, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't all have to pay off. There is, you're allowed to be scary for scary's sake, but it does take you a little bit out of whatever trying to narrative you're trying to go for. I agree. I mean, and that's something that I think these sorts of games always struggle with when you know that their prime goal, like everything around the, the, the objectives and the story is dressing around scaring you. Like the, the, the point is to scare you. And there are a few exceptions. I've heard like layers of fear is a really good story in okay. spite of the fact that it scares you. Outlast 2 was a great game great that you game. and I really great enjoyed game. where the scares were almost secondary to the story itself. But this one is a house of horrors. Yeah. So every so often something comes up and you're like, okay, like a little bit of an eye roll, whatever. That's what we're here for. Once you pass beyond that point, of uh of of uh as as we've said giving the yellow fish to the red mannequin of course um you're entered into this other area where it seems there's like human experimentation going on whereas most of the things you've seen prior to that have been uh uh mannequins you're now starting to see actual bodies and that that honestly was a very unsettling change yeah because the other insinuation is that there are bodies inside of these mannequins and you're kind of seeing this process and you're like oh that's very scary yeah also the bodies are incredibly grotesque they're not normal looking bodies yeah. i'd say you know whatever and you being a child they all look gigantic gigantic and they're you're like monster people you're worried that they're gonna like pop up and scare mm-hmm. you and we didn't get that but as you make your way through this level you can hear gates opening you can hear some people moaning whispering whispering uh you can hear the loudspeaker at one point when you start to make progress it's like okay ready or not here i come and he starts to count down from five and that really got me scared yeah we got the door open just as he was just saying one yes and so we don't know what would have happened at that point yeah but uh, thank god we didn't find out thank god we didn't find out we did end up dying anyway we got to the exit and franklin mr masks i love kids um uh, the jeffrey epstein of 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 this uh we all wear masks we all we all wear masks 
What mask do you wear, Andrew? That's a good question. Uh, I wear the mask of a confident, mm-hmm. uh, well-adjusted man. Oh. Inside, probably none of those things. <laughs> I wear the mask of... I was going to say it, but uh, somebody stop me. <laughs> oh, he's wearing the mask. Oh, God. He said, that explains why you're such a good dancer. 100%. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> um, the, the, uh, so that's kind of like the, the, the. Oh, yeah. The story so, sorry, structure. but you yeah. get to Franklin. He takes an axe to you. You're dead. Yeah. He kills you. He kills you. So that's how we know that the prologue doesn't really lead into the regular game. Because right. that character that they designed to uh, Jimmy the Fancy Dancer or whatever it is, <laughs> is dead. The guitar boy. Well, the guitar. I'm sorry. The guitar boy. I was thinking about the mask again. Oh, right. um, the fancy dancer. The fancy dancer. Uh, so you're dead. You're dead. And it says. Then it shows a little. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Say no. It. And it says it says Jamie, the guitar boy uh, is dead, but the next boy will need your help. OK. It also one line in between those that I think is really important. goes like lots of kids go missing. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be like a warning about yes. like, make sure your kids are in bed. You're like, what the what the hell? It's going 11 at? o'clock. Do yeah, you know where do, your children are? For the last time. No. Uh, is. Uh, <laughs> And then they go like, De- but you are the only one that can save Dennis or David yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. And you're like, what the fuck? Also, that? who am I? Yeah, what? I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. I am was I a Jamie. cop in this next one? Am I like, uh, whatever? You know, <laughs> that was like, and then they showed what Mikey brought up earlier, this like whole little sizzle reel of, yeah. the, of the game. Now, I will say, See, I love Survivor. Uh-huh. There are dozens of us. And at near the end of the first episode, <laughs> they, they, they show like this season on Survivor and yes. they show all the, the highlights. And it's always great. It's like two people hitting each other. When go, you're a bitch. And you're like, I cannot wait to see sure, this. Sure. It's really good. I will say this is a real actually made me go like, oh no. Is this the game? Honestly, it it looked like it 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 just tried to like it, uh, uh, like Unka Pachka as, yeah, as another Pacha, another yeah. friend of the of not friend of the podcast, but <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish yeah. Uh, uh, it's just one thing too much. It just kept adding on and adding on and adding on. Where at the point where it's like you walk into somewhere. The, the funniest one I saw, apart from the killer clown chasing you, apart from the bat thing returning, uh, a floating from, ghoul, a, a floating ghoul, Scooby doing his way through, yeah, doors going in a side hallway. to side, probably looking for you. The funniest <laughs> one. This is this is actually like one of the funnier things I've ever seen, I think is a Jack in the box. That's going to And then the door opens behind it and a big dune style worm comes and bites towards the camera. I was like, I hope that was a joke. We, we just watched a let's go with semi-realistic, even though mannequins are alive sure. thing about like, that's gritty and small and quiet. And that in its small things made it really quiet. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like nine foot clowns, dune monsters, <laughs> ghosts. And you're like, Wait, this is all the next five hours of this game? Yeah, yeah. It just, it's probably just as scary. And we're going to sit here now acting all tough because we don't have to play the game and whatever. But it did feel like uh, zero to 100. It did, it did. I I will say, and it, now it's time for us to talk about sure. the, how the game actually felt. This game fucking scared the shit out of This one really got me. I remember last year when we were playing Slender mm-hmm. and playing it for the first little bit. And then when you kind of see the first scare, you're like, I got this. Yeah. Like, it's it's scary, but I think I I understand. I know what the function of slender of the slender man titular himself is. Um, but then I started to uh, uh, play like Poppy Playtime, mm-hmm. and that one was scary. But the scares were interspersed a little bit farther apart. Okay, this one was like I even said at one point when you were playing, I was like, "It's been two minutes." something's about to happen and literally at that moment something happened yeah there there is a formula to these things you imagine they do have a stopwatch though yeah. <laughs> like we're like okay yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. it's enough of this um i agree with you it's funny you say that because like once you see the slender man it becomes less and less scary yes. as you go on it's kind of like aliens in movies once you see the alien you're like yeah. oh yeah okay actually no one could save you came out on hulu disney plus i think i talked about this last week uh-huh. a little bit there's aliens in it it's kind of an alien sure. horror movie it's really interesting Except they show the aliens very quickly. Mm-hmm. Just I think you get you over that idea. Uh-huh. In this game that we just played, I think the scares continued on in a really good way. It's not like we saw the mannequins move and I went, well, now I'm not afraid of mannequins sure, moving. Sure. No, every time the mannequins moved, I was like, ah, shit, 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 shit. Because they had a way of just positioning them in places that would scare you. It made you realize that anything can happen at any time. Literally every time I turned the camera around, I was worried that I was going to see something change or something pop out at me. Now, so much so Mikey would close his eyes and go, <laughs> tell me if something's behind me. And I'm like, you got it. The 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 difference is in a game like this versus even Poppy Playtime, the scares felt cheap in this game. It felt like because hmm. they could happen at any time. Yeah, there was no. I I was never like, oh, that was a good one. It yeah. was always like you open a door and there it is. 
but like you open a bunch of doors, so that could have been anywhere. Yeah. You you turn around a bunch of times, so that could have been any time. There's nothing earned about it. You know, like Poppy Playtime, the first time Poppy comes out of that door, the way it happens reminds me of like the tall guy from It Follows. I he just kind of like worms his way into the yeah. room. A big the, person in a small door. Yes, yeah. exactly. And there is a sound cue, but the sound cue isn't what's scary. The sound cue is just unsettling. What's scary is everything that's in front of you. Yeah. Whereas the first scare that you get in most of the scares you get in this, like when the bat came by the door, when I opened it was just a really big sound cue and a flash of something being there. And that's cheap to me. I, okay. That's interesting. I think there are cheap scares in this game, Yeah, but they're not the scares that I'm going to remember when we talk about this game in a month sure. from now. What what are the scares you would remember in this month? In this uh, I would say it's all mannequin based stuff. Sure. Uh, sure. Mannequin based stuff. I, I even think those uh, tortured victims, we didn't really talk about that, that are in the cells. Uh, at a very a really good level of creepiness. Yes. And even though that scare doesn't pay off, like eventually one's gone. Yeah. And you're like, ah, what's going to happen? The fact that they are there is always in the back of your head going like, man, one of these things might get out. That's this a good point. Be- the restraint with that was really good because every time we walked by, I'm like, this is the time we walked by where it's going to jump out at me or or the door's going to be open or it's going to be gone. And that never happened. Totally. There is a moment where the where Franklin or whoever it is says, uh, there's an intruder and they start getting riled up and yeah. you're like, fuck, 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 we got to run. And that's, that's a good use of it. I would say the two really cheap scares are the bat in the beginning. Yeah. And then a big hand grabs a doll. Yes. And it does, doesn't really pay off. Yeah. And maybe in the game it will, you know, who knows? It is a demo after all. But I, I think other, you throw those two out. Yeah. And it's a pretty scary, tingly it's, game. It's still scary yeah. and still tingly, even with them, like no matter yeah. what, it's it's the, the quality of the scare. And even the idea, like the mannequins for sure spooked me, but mm. mannequins as scares, I saw those in Condemned. I've seen them in like Doctor Who used to yeah, do Doctor things Who. like that. Yep. Like these, these are scares that I've seen. There was nothing original about them. Doesn't make them not scary. Okay. But Fair the enough. originality of Poppy coming out is like, that's a scare I'm going to remember. That's Whereas so there's no, there's no specific scare in this yeah. game that I'm going to remember. That's so interesting. I didn't know the, I didn't know you felt that way about Poppy. Like you liked it that much. I didn't, I didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're but using this as, as like yes, a, as not a, enjoyable, as a memorable yeah. scare. That was one of the best ones. There were also a bunch in, in like the goblin in, or the, the ghoul, the bald, bald ghoul, ghoul in mortuary assistant. Love that bald ghoul. There, there are, there are some good ones and some creative ones. Uh, uh, but why don't we get into this, Andrew? Yeah. We talked really the, the bald ghoul of this podcast when you think about it. Oh, what does that make me? The dead, uh, the dead woman, the dead woman on a slab. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Hey, hey, we all got parts to play. Honestly, she was ripped. She, I mean, we ripped her open <laughs> as part of the. I did do that thing that I mortuary mortuary assistants or petitions yeah. must do, where I'm looking at the sheet and I get see like she's a two, and I look down at the body and go. Good for her. Yeah. She looks great. <laughs> exactly. And there's no way as a human being, you wouldn't do that. Like yeah. 52, like, oh boy, you look <laughs> awful. Okay. Well, time to cut you open. <laughs> the ball goes like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, and he goes back. Like, I bet, I, you, ghoul, like, I, ghoul, I bet you the ghoul is like a very good, like a solid core. Oh, oh, he's got strong, yeah, strong yeah, core yeah, strength. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, bet yeah. you. He gets up on a filing cabinet so goddamn fast. Very quickly. Yes. Shaking his head all around. He's got a real <laughs> strong neck. <laughs> It's amazing. He's doing jujitsu, I guess. Or yeah. Something like that. He's yeah. holding himself up in the, like on the window. Like, yeah. Ugh. I would scale us out of a building. It's amazing. Uh, do you want to give some scores? Yeah, let's do it. So as we always do, we give the games uh, two rankings. This yep. time, because it's retrograde, we give these games two rankings out of four bits each. One is the ranking that we give this game based on just its scariness alone. We're yep. rating it four bits out of scariness. And the next rating we give it is going to be its rating as a game. How enjoyable was the game itself? So Andrew, why don't you start off and give it your scary rating out of four bits? Okay, it's funny. I'm not going to try and predict your score here or, or play defense or anything like that, but I think we're going to disagree on this. I found this game very scary. Yeah. And I found this game very scary, not because of the actual scares that it paid off and went, ah, scary. And you're like, ah, that's very scary. But during the game, during the 30 minutes plus of gameplay, we were scared the whole time. Yes. There was not a second yep. where you're like, oh, thank God, I can relax now. This is so silly. You know what I mean? And because of the propelling story, you know, whatever, gameplay, you didn't have that moment of going like, okay, what are we supposed to do that takes sure. you right out of sure. it? I even made the joke about that during the gameplay. And I was funny. It's That was the only brief couple of seconds where we're like, okay, what are we doing? You are scared the whole time. Yeah. Now, does it give you the heights of like the screaming over and over again? No, but that's 30 pulsing minutes. Yeah. And so I'm going to say this is very scary. I'm going to give it a three and a half out of four. Yeah, I, I hear you on that one. I think what this game is missing a little bit is the, uh, is the uh, uh, God, I, I'm, I'm missing the word for it, but like the procedural scares mm. like Mortuary Assistant had where in a game like this, when things start to drag, because it's kind of a puzzle game and you're like, wait, what is the game asking me to do right now? Like when we, when we uh, 
got the candle and we didn't know that we were just supposed to enter the dark room again, we wandered around and nothing happened for those three or four minutes. Mm -hmm. If there were procedural scares, like something that can happen randomly, I would always be on edge. But I was kind of in my mind, I'm like, okay, nothing's going to happen until we hit the next, like the next point. So I did feel a little bit of a break there. Whereas in Mortuary Assistant, if we didn't know what we were doing, we got punished for not knowing yes. by the ghoul poking his head out through a door or something like it's that. A good point. However, I agree with you. I yeah. was on edge the whole time. I was very scared at this game. You were. And while I don't think the scares were incredibly original, I think they were incredibly effective. And I would I would assume that, you know, I'm a scaredy cat, of course, so it worked yes, on me, but yes. I would assume that those sorts of scares would work on most people. I need to give this one a three out of four. A three out of four. Three okay, of four. so three and a half and a three, that's going to be a six and a half out of eight for scariness. Yeah. Pretty good. And then we're going to do the next four bits that we're going to be giving it uh, are just our overall thoughts on the game. They what go, do we go, think of the game? It's an overall Andrew, score. what do you think of the game? Um, it's, it, I don't know. It's scary. And uh -huh. if that's the thing that it's trying to do, then congratulations. Sure. You scared me. So that's really good. Other than that, though, it's incredibly basic. Yeah. And I think some of the storytelling elements of it in the game are a little icky. Yeah. You know, I, I have no problem. I know horror is supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. Uh -huh. Not like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. I, I don't know. Something about that, the child endangerment part, I just kind of couldn't get my head around a little bit. Uh, I couldn't imagine having a kid and then trying to play this game too. Oh, true. People always talk about that too, like movies or games or stuff, reviewing them. They're like, this thing you have a kid, you're like, yeah, really? It's it's not as much fun anymore. Yeah, I, you know I, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so I, I don't think that's that great. And I think it's very simple. Yet, I was scared the whole time. Yeah. And so I think that's a, that's a pretty good thing for a demo, you know, to accomplish a, a, its own little isolated storyline. I'm going to give it a three out of four. Three out of four. I, I'm not quite there with you, but I hear what you're saying, especially when it comes to it accomplishing what it was trying to do. Yeah. However, if you take story out of it and you say that this game is just a game that's meant to scare you, this is a house of horrors. I think other games out there, like if you're comparing one to one, do a much better okay. job of it. So I would hope that the story would kind of propel it you know i think by default a house of horrors game is going to get like a two and a half out of four if it's if it has pop out sure scares. in order to get to that three three and a half four it has to be in, engaging as well like an outlast was outlast is the one that i always think of like, i was very curious to see what was going on in that world in this one it really felt like they were trying to be gross and they were trying to be uh horrific mm -hmm. they were they mm -hmm. were going out of their way to show instead of I know you're supposed to show, not tell, but they were showing too much. <laughs> it, whereas in horror, I think what gets really scary, like, like with the aliens, is yeah. is letting us imagine what's yes, going on. Yes, yes, You know, the unspoken thing would be that you are a child. But once you have the person saying it to you, it's like, yeah. okay, now you're yeah. now you've imagined that this is gross and scary, and you're shoving it down my throat, yeah. and I don't like that. Don't yeah. shove things down my throat. No. So I'm going to give this one a two and a half out of four. Two and a I half. Was, okay. I was engaged with the premise of you know escape your captor. That's always going to work yep. for me, and it wasn't bad, but it didn't do enough to propel it beyond that. I oh, know. I I think that's a totally fair argument. So we're point five off for both scary and overall. Uh, oh, that's interesting. So that's going to be a five and a half out of eight for our overall scores. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That was that was good. This is, if anything, I hated it. Hated every second of it. Yes, Don't enjoy playing it. it. Was so relieved when it was over. Yes. Yet this is kind of at its heart what Retrograve is. That's true. It feels at the end of the gameplay sections like um like I've just finished writing the LSATs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. Where I'm like I knew it was coming. I prepped myself for it. I don't think I did great, but I'm glad that it's in the past. <laughs> That's a really good way of putting it. So if you haven't, please go over to YouTube and watch us play that game. It was a lot of fun, and we'll have some more content coming up soon with Retrograve. But until then, we love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin. With me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. Mikey Scarenworth. Mikey Scarenworth. Watch me every week. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. What is it? Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Rest in pieces. Like the mannequins. <laughs>